So are you doing what really makes you happy? Our next speaker is going to help us to understand if we're really making ourselves happy. And if not, what should we be doing? Building spirituality, family, health, and business. This is The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant. Good afternoon, Giant Builders. I am so happy to have you here this afternoon, and I hope you're following us on all the social medias. Today, our special guest is Shira Ali. Hi, Shira. How are you? Hi, Lois. I'm good. Good. Well, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do? Okay, so let me take it a little a step back. I spent 20 years in the corporate real estate management industry, um, and throughout that time, I you know, worked in both sectors. So multifamily, right. And then going into the commercial sector where, or industry where you're managing, you know, retail assets, office and all, all of those things. Right. One of the, the pieces for me that, that really excited me was doing work with the internal team. So working and doing development um, with them, and really helping them and seeing them grow in, in the space. I actually had a call with someone who I worked with, I mean, over 15 years ago yesterday. And to see where she is now, it just, ugh, I was, I could not be happier, could not be happier. So that is, um, that's, you know, what I, I did for a long time. I, last year, this is whenever this is published. So I left my corporate position in March, 2022, March 25th, to be exact, exact day. <laughs> um, that memorized. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. How can you forget? Right. Um, so the 25th of March uh, was my last day and I um started doing some consulting. That's what I knew in the real estate space, right? With management companies and things like that and training. Fast forward, I, um, you know, connect with a, another consultant and, you know, she really shared with me that you don't have to really stick to this real estate space. There's so many other people that you can have an impact on. And I took that to heart. And I went and I just um, uh, completed my last training for professional coaching, professional coach training, right? So I'll soon have all of the more acronyms behind my name, <laughs> right? Um, and that is, this is the work that really lights me up. It was always that people piece. Um, inside, you know, I, I got to do a lot of that in real estate because you're constantly working with people, but that is the work that really lights me up. So today I support women who are going through professional transition. So my niche is transition and not just general life transition, but professional. You are in a space um, in your career and you're feeling stuck, you're burned out and you're figuring out what's next. So I call myself the what's next strategist. So when you transition, is it usually something within the same field or do you find that most people actually change fields completely? So some want to explore changing. So they're also not even necessarily career. A lot of these people are in their nine to five and they want to transition out totally to start their business. One of my clients, she's in, she's been in the um, 
the news industry for 20 years. And she now wants to, she's preparing her transition to having her own company to do documentaries and to do all of those things. So sometimes it's in line and what work that they've been doing. And sometimes it's a passion project that they've had and have been suppressing it <laughs> for all of these years, right? Because they just needed to do what they needed to do to, to pay the bills. But now they've come to a place where they can look at things and say, okay, I'm taking stock of where I am and I'm ready for something new. Hmm. So what is it that helps you to guide them to finding what's their new space? So it, okay. So through the training that I have, right? So through life training, watching people and developing talent and understanding what their strengths are, that's something I had to do a lot in the corporate world, right? What are their strengths and how can we use those and leverage them? I've transitioned a lot of those same pieces to the work I do today to really understand, let's peel back. Where, where are you really strong? Because think about things that you do as a, as a business owner, right? Think about things you do in your business that you do not enjoy. Okay. <laughs> That's think a long about, <laughs> Think about it, right? That comes to mind, right? Think about that. The energy that it takes for you to do that thing or those things it, 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 it drains you. You can do spend two hours doing that, right? And you're like exhausted. Doing the work that lights you up, talking to people, you could do this for 10, 15 hours and you're like, I am good. So it's really about first step, really understanding what is it that they want? Really doing exercises to peel that back. What are, really, what are your values? Like, let's start really with what you believe in, because many times you're you're in a world where we have to do a lot of things we don't like. And really coming to that place where you see that, you know what, I have a choice now. I didn't have a choice then, but I have a choice now. So that's one of the, the key pieces to really understanding where that person is going to go is under, like unpacking what it is that they want and letting them be, I'm going to say fearless, but we, we get there, right? <laughs> we work on all of those pieces. That's the, that's the key. But really having them be able to admit openly that this is what they want, because for so long that fear has, has held them back. So they, they're not even, sometimes they're not even at that place. They don't, they, they say, I don't even know what I want. Mm -hmm. Right. Think about that. Yeah. I'm sure you can resonate with, you know, some yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah. It really gets tough in different stages of life, if you will. And you think, hmm, is this really my direction? Right. Right. And, and when you get to that place and you stay there, you start to, I know one of the things that starts to happen is your mind starts to tell you like the self-doubt, right? All of those things start, they, I like to say that it starts screaming at you. <laughs> like first it starts as like a whisper, like, I don't know if you can do that. I, I don't know. And then it gets louder and louder and louder into the point. And you just, now you're just like, I'm just stuck. I don't even know what to do. I, but you do know, you know, you know what you want to do. That's the, that's the piece. And when you see that start to come out of people and they come alive, 
And they start to think, yes, I do know I can do this. Right. That's where, yeah, that's where the magic happens. So can you give me, can you drill down on that a little bit? Give me some advice on how you help people get unstuck or if they're unstuck, if they're stuck or they're unsure about their next step. Can you drill that down a little bit more? Yeah, sure. So you're unstuck. You're at a place where you're just like, I don't know what, what I'm going to do next. Right. Mm -hmm. Let's start talking about, like I said, let's go into what are your values, right? What, where do you want to see? What, what is it that you want? What's your vision? I like to do visioning exercises because understanding where, what do you see? Let's, let's zoom, let's go out, right? Cause we're here, like, let's zoom out and let's look at three years. Let's look at five years. What also, what do you want your legacy to be? I know it may sound dark, but we're all, we're not going to be here forever. Right? right. What do you want to leave behind? So really let's go far, far out and look. And then based on that, let's start to take the steps back. Right. So I use, I've created a, I call it the C5 method. Right. So we look at um, clarity, right? So that you are really clear on what it is that you want and the exercises, I have assessments, different things that I use in the, at this stage. Um, then we look at, okay, now we know what you want. What are the skills that you need to get there? Competence. That's the second C, right? Competence. Because I know when I didn't feel what that, that, voice that I mentioned that talks to you, sometimes it tells you, you don't know enough. Hmm. Right. Right. And what do we do when we feel we don't know enough? Let me ask you, what have you done when you felt like you didn't know enough? Well, I kind of either have two directions. Either I kind of like sit back and think maybe I shouldn't do this or I go head in and start researching it. Yep. So you start researching and as you go out there, you start to see, oh, well, there's, I can get this program. I can, you start gathering, you start taking in all of this information, right? Like you just start taking in all of this information and you, sometimes you get stuck in that loop because you're constantly just looking, I don't know enough. I don't know. So you're constantly trying to find, right? Information. That's your brain is signaling that, right? So you're going to keep looking. So when do you stop? Either when you get overwhelmed or you just don't stop or until you find the right solutions. When is it right? When you're telling yourself, I, I don't, oh. I don't know. <laughs> right. Sometimes you break Why through. You find the solutions then. <laughs> sometimes you do break through and sometimes <laughs> you, you don't. So you stay there. And I know, I remember being at a place where I felt like I didn't know enough and constantly you buy, you see a course online and you're like, oh, I'm going to buy that because it's going to, it's going to be the magic answer for me. Right. Yeah. And it's not, <laughs> I'm not, you know, I think we really have to, I'm going to add this when you're purchasing and you're looking for that thing, question yourself, ask yourself, am I buying this because I really need this information or am I purchasing this because I feel that I don't know enough really start to question and challenge yourself when it comes to that is is this really am i looking for another magic pill to take and it's going to fix the problem right mm -hmm. it's really about understanding 
getting to the root of where that's coming from, right? So I help them go through that to really get through the root of why is that? And most of the time it's from when we were younger, what were we told? Somebody, someone told us this, what are the rules your mother told you? And you're still following those things now in our grown big ages, right? And we're still doing that. So really rewriting those. How can I change this? What do I want it to be? I think the common theme here is going to be we have a choice. We have, we can make, we have the power of choice in, in everything. And when you remember that, I think you, oh, you feel, you light up, right? When you think that I do have a choice. When you're told, if I said, Lois, you have to do this, you have to do, how do you feel? You're going to start to frown. That smile is going to go away. <laughs> you're going to be like, well, I don't, I don't know I want to do that. Do this? <laughs> So that's, yeah, so I think that is another another piece, right? So then after we work on the competence and, and untangling all of those maybe messages and all of that talk and kind of reframing that, now we're going to move over to the courage piece. Ooh. Because a lot of people, they come to me and say, I don't, I'm, I need, I need confidence. I need confidence. I'm going to tell you that I believe courage is the prelude to the confidence, right? Like confidence is built through action. So if you're not taking the action, it's gonna be hard for you to build that confidence. Think about anything that you've done. Your first podcast episode. I don't know how confident you were, but there were probably some, I'm not sure, right? But as you do it more, you're like, okay, I got this. <laughs> there was a lot of editing on that first one. <laughs> Yes. You, you had the courage to do it. And that's the that's the piece. So we work through that. What what are some things and exercises that I mean we can do to help you get and start taking that first step, right? And then we go to the confidence. And are there any still lingering pieces here with confidence as you move on? Okay, so for this project, you're you're okay. But how do we kind of repeat this as you go on, right? And for new things, because each level that you reach, there are going to be those kind of blocks. And I think people people say they want to get rid of it. I don't believe you ever get rid of it because you're, I think at this stage, you're okay. Um, and then, you know, like for me, let's say, for example, I'm good with going on podcasts and, and doing this, right? I, I like this. If I were to go on to Good Morning America or something like that, that's another level for me, right? So I think all of that comes back again. I think each new level. So don't, it's about being, being, I read in a book, I think it said something like being polite and talk to ourselves politely and be kind. Things that we would never say, we would never say some of these things to our um, other people, but we tell ourselves that. We tell ourselves those things. Um, and I call it, what did I say? Like I was getting out of an abusive relationship with myself. Oh, that makes sense. Because you really, all of the things like, I can't, why did you do that? You, you know, when it's something new, you have to give yourself that grace to say, this is new. I wasn't born knowing this. I had to really like that really repeating that to yourself or whatever it is that resonates with you 
is going to help you to continue that wheel and continue going forward with that confidence piece. And then the last C is community. So I believe that you, in order to make that those changes sustainable, you need to have a good system, a good community system around you. And that doesn't mean, when I say that, I mean really expanding and look at, looking at your community from a broader view, not just one, like a Facebook community. Those are good. Those are part of the ecosystem of your community. I think they all build up that, those important pieces. You need people who you're going to be able to vent to who you're gonna be able to be vulnerable with and who are gonna be able to also support you, call you out when they see that, you, you, hey, you said you wanted to do this, Lois, I don't see you doing it. Um, so what can we do to support you so that you can, we need that. And I think as women, we don't, I, I'm all for equality in all of the things, but we are different. We are built differently. And we have to do what supports us as women. I, I, I do. We, men don't need the same things that we need. <laughs> so finding that. And sometimes the men are going to be a part of your community. I do. I believe stretching yourself outside of that norm. For me, I'm going to say, I was, like I, I mentioned, I was in real estate for 20 years. I had only networked with people in the real estate industry. Last year was the first in-person um, convention or meetup, big, large conference that I attended that was not fully real estate professionals. And it was, I was like, oh my goodness. I'm so used to going up to everyone and saying, oh yeah, like we can relate on that level. But when you're speaking with people in the, the medical industry and some people in the tech industry, uh, trying to find those ways to relate. It, 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 I was outside, it was a week long conference as well. So the first day I was really like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I should go back there. <laughs> I don't, right? Day two, I went back and just really, I changed my mindset. I changed what I was telling myself back to the power of choice. I had a choice to continue to tell myself that or say, Shira, what do you want to do? You want to connect with people, get yourself out there, network, learn from other people. I went into it that way. So from Tuesday to Friday, I, I was good. And I went to that conference. I knew no one. I knew no one, day one. Day five, I tell you, Lois, I was at a table with about 12 or 13 people. We went to dinner in DC after the conference. I'm, and I'm just think I'm sitting there like, Shira, you knew no one this first day. And look, you're sitting at this table, huge table with all of these people and you're laughing and you're having a great time. It's all about what you tell yourself, so. That was my long explanation on how you can. It was wonderful. Wonderful. It was. So what does the first meeting look like with you? So, oh, I love it. I love this part. I love it. I start to ask them about those, those visioning questions, really understanding where, where it is that they want to be. So I like to start with visioning. Um, it, it can open up. It can open up their possibility and what they believe and see as possible. 
because for so long, maybe you've been getting up, you're doing the same thing. And a lot of times they tell me, you know, I haven't even thought about that. I haven't thought about where, where, what, what I really want. So that opens up. Okay. So let me tell you, I had one that, um, I thought this was pretty impactful. I'm going to share this with you and your audience. So she, um, this young lady had just completed her PhD program and was her, re her reason for contacting me was that she felt that she did not know enough mm -hmm. to get a position in her field and she has a PhD. So <laughs> that's all of those things we tell ourselves. So when is it enough, right? Like you have a PhD, this is, you're there, right? <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> you're there. <laughs> really going through the visioning exercises and, and really pulling out, I, I, I do, sometimes I just have to, I have to be real and say, Based on what you're saying, if you don't mind me sharing this observation, I, of course, I ask their permission, but I'll tell them, I don't see that this is where you want to go. Mm. And for some, I have this ability to see when they're not, they're not fully on board with this thing that they say they want to do. And she, it came out. She said, really, I don't want to. So... I did not work with her, but from that, she sent me a message from that one. She, she sent me a message about how impactful that was. She said that she was going back. She was going to go back home. She was really going to try to, she was going to really try to leave her position and figure out what it is really that she wanted. She had to take that time. And I really gave her an assignment and said, you know, I really want you to sit with this. I think I told her maybe 60 days or something like that. Because sometimes we're so busy just going, 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 wheels, right? And we don't, we don't ever take a minute to stop and think. So the the space and the time that we'll spend together is sometimes one of the first times that they're stopping and thinking for the day about really what it is that they want for themselves. So that is what that typically looks like. It's really about, let's see if what you say you want, if it matches your action. Oh, that's wonderful that, I mean, to, I know I agree with you that so many of us spend so many years in a job or career or business that we really don't enjoy. I, I don't know your what career field, do you mind sharing? I don't know what career field you came from. Um, where, what was your background? So I was, my husband and I had a photography studio for 40 years. And then um, of course with digital and all of that business slowed down. So he retired. And while we were in the business, I did all the internet marketing. So I continued that process of doing internet marketing. And so it's, and it's a hard field to get into as far as not only locating the clients, but also um, working on the SEO and it's, there's just a lot to do. And so 
I feel more comfortable with where I am right now in that area. Um, but I also feel like maybe there's something else out there that I should be doing. Mm. Is it something that you think you should be doing or that you want to do? Um, hmm. Well, I know that one thing I want is I want to be able, I want it to be not in the office type of thing. So I want to be able to travel because my grandchildren live in completely different states and it's important for me to see them throughout the year. So whatever I do, I know it needs to be something that I can do on a laptop and take with me. So I think right. the SEO works really well with that. And um, I actually recently connected with a coach who helps in that area as far as the organization. That's my main problem. I need a system, uh, you know, just a, a system laid out on whatever I do. And sometimes it's really hard to find people who know the system. Got it. What what I heard there also from you, and I want to point this out. Please do. You really, you were clear. You said, I this is what I know that I need to be a part of this. And that is the piece that a lot of times we, you said, I need to be able to travel. I need to be able to be, I don't want to be stuck behind a, a desk, one desk, one location. I need to be able to travel. Many times when we have this vision or this goal for ourselves, we may see this and an opportunity may come up and it's not aligned really with what our values and all of those things, right? Huh. And we, we just say, yes, we take it. But we, we were not checking and stress testing the fact and challenging that this is not, it does not meet all of the boxes that we want that are really like the key. I think we have to have those that are like, I'm not like non-negotiables and then the others that, okay, I can have some wiggle room here. So that's really for you to put a stake in the ground and say, no, this is what it has to have, <laughs> right? <laughs> that, sure. is, that is key. That is key. So going back to that values and really making sure it's aligned with what you really want to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because family is really, really important to me. So, yeah. yeah. Well, any closing thoughts? I want to say this is, um, I heard this, this saying, it's... Um, the life you want is six inches away. I don't know, it's something like, if that's not it verbatim, excuse me, but it's, you'll get the picture. And they say six inches away because it's here in your head. Mm -hmm. You have the choice. So it's closer than you believe. It's all about changing what you're thinking, what you're telling yourself, because what you're telling yourself could really be stopping you from really seeing that other side that you want to see. So I want to have, think about that. <laughs> Let it settle in. Really. It's six inches away, six inches away. How close is that? You could, like, ugh, you could touch it. Right. So yes. Oh, great. Well, thank you so much. That was great information. I'm going to have all of your contact information below. So um, giant builders, if you're stuck, unsure, maybe just want to explore options definitely get an appointment with this person because she just seems so knowledgeable. I am just really impressed with the directions that you go. That was wonderful. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I look forward to um, meeting some of you. Um, please, you know, visit the website. Um, 
Yeah, and all of my contact is there so we can, you know, connect. For sure. All right, thank you, Giant Builders. See you next time. Thank you for listening. This has been The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant.